0: الحمد لله الحمد لله الاكرم الذي خلق الانسان وكرم وعلمه من البيان ما لم يعلم فسبحان الذي لا يصمتنان باللسان ولا بالقلم قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الصلاه تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاة عماد الدين أو كما قال said in والسلام salat الله salam, ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم quran al الحكيم إنه تعالى wa كريم ملك ayati wa zikr al-Hakim, innahu ta'ala jawadun kareemun malikun barun ra'ufu rahim May respect the respected Brothers and Sisters in Islam, alaikum wa rahmatullah wa Firstly, we think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us this beautiful deen of Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from the ummah of Nabi Akram Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa A person that, is iman, that has iman, this person, if he protects this iman, looks after this iman, and leaves this world with this iman, then this person is successful forever and forever and forever for eternity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us on iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us from this world with iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrect us on the day of Qiyamah with this beautiful quality of Iman and enter us into Jannatul Firdaus, inshallah, amin. The injunctions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that had come down upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, most of them had come down to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whilst Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was either in Makkah al-Mukarramah or Madinah al-Munawarah. But when it came to the commandment of Salah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had specially invited Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa via Jibra'il And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa undertook the auspicious journey of Mi'raj, which we are all familiar with. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa went from Makkah al-Mukarramah to Baytul Maqdis, and from there Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa went to the seven heavens and he met with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sing Jannah and Jahannam and meeting various salam on the way. Finally, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam crossing Sidratul Muntaha and coming in close proximity with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, like how Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentioned in the Quranic Karim, that when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came in that close proximity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had gifted to Nabi sallallahu this great gift of salah. Now salah is such an action that was not only gifted to Nabi sallallahu but this gift was given to the entire ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of, until the day of Qiyamah. And if you ever want to communicate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the best form to communicate directly with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through salah. The salah is known as salah to mi'araj al-mu'min. The salah is a mi'araj of a mu'min. Like how Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam undertook the journey of mi'araj to get this gift of salah the same way if a person performs his salah correctly, if we perform our salah correctly with correct injunctions, the way prescribed to us and shown to us by Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, then this salah will become a direct communication with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the Sahaba radiallahu drew from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through their salah, then inshallah our salah will also become the same where we will draw directly from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us in the Quranic kareem Akim is salah When we look at this commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It does not mean that a person should perform his salah It means that whilst a person is performing salah He should establish the salah That is to perform it in the correct manner Perform it on its correct time Perform it in the way shown to us by Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam which was the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Salah is not only a commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it demands that the salah must be performed in its correct manner. When last did we sit down and open the Quranic Kareem and look at our last 10 surahs or look at the last twenty surahs or from what till Nas, the surahs that we commonly recite during Salah. Even though a person might be reciting Suratul Asr and Suratul Kotar, when last did we check in the Quran Karim are we reciting these surahs properly? When did last did we sit with a friend or with an alim or alima that is well versed with the Quran Karim and ask them are we reciting these surahs correctly? Many a time what happens is a person has learned these surahs in the young days whilst going to madrasa, or by someone, once a person has reverted to Islam. And then after that, it is taken for granted that I know my surahs, I know my work. A person, the adiyah, the du'as, the supplications, a person recites during salah, the tasbihat, the takbir that a person is reciting, the tasbih during the, during the sujood that a person is reciting, are all these pronounced in the correct manner? Are they being read in the correct manner? So in order for us to get maximum benefit of our salah, a person has to recite all these things correctly. If a person does not recite it correctly, then who knows if we are ever receiving any reward for our salah? Instead of making dua for ourselves, a person may be cursing themselves. So we ask ourselves that is it much of an effort to correct the way that I am reciting? We all commonly know that if a person is baking a cake or uh, making a new dessert or there is a new gadget on the market and if we don't know how to use it or if the recipe is not coming out right, then we generally ask our friends. And nowadays with all the special groups for this on WhatsApp and all these on social media where a person communicates with other people or a person will Google it or find out from the internet that what is the correct manner of using these items or, or baking the cake or checking the ingredients or, or, or to, so that it can be perfected and mine can become the best. Or I can use it in the correct manner, or I can take the maximum benefit of this new of this new gadget or this new phone. So in order for us to get maximum benefit from other things, we will take out our time, we will we will spend much time with that, we will ask someone, we will inquire from someone. But when it comes to sowat, Salah, why are we so negligent with regards to this? Whereas if a person performs his salah correct, correctly for a person for a male that is to perform his salah in the masjid. If he performs his salah on time in the masjid, then he gets 25 to 27 times more reward than the salah that is performed at home. And for a woman that performs her salah on time, at its correct prescribed time, in the correct manner, without delaying in her salah, without reciting her salah in a haphazard manner, and concentrating in her salah, then inshallah she will also receive that same reward. Why? Because this is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam instructed us to do that for for a woman to perform a salah at home, it is more easier for her and it is more uh, she, uh, she, uh, she will achieve more from this and her, her chastity will be protected and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will honor her in this way if she does it according to the Sunnah way of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, according to how Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam instructed her to do it. Yes, there are occasions when if a person, a woman, is traveling and uh, uh, she has to perform a salah in the masjid, or if a person, uh, if she is in Makkah, al-Mukarramah, Medina, al and it is the time of Hajj or for the Umrah, then there there is that the woman will go to the masjid. But that is a discussion for another day. Here we are seeing that whether when it is the time for salah, is my salah performed correctly? And if a person keeps this in mind that salah is not only a commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but it is also the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In order for us to increase the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts, for us to get maximum benefit from our salah, a person should try and endeavor to perform his salah correctly. The conditions of the salah, when last did I go through the conditions of salah, that my clothes must be clean. my suture has to be covered correctly, uh, tight-fitting clothes, will not be applicable, uh, it is not correct to perform it. Sometimes the sata is covered, but a person is wearing such clothes that has such pictures on it, which it is not allowed in salah, or it is not advisable in salah. And all these things have an effect on the salah. Like how if a person puts the wrong colour icing on a cake, or he puts the wrong topping on the cake, then it does not become attractive to the next person. The the next person won't want to even touch that cake, won't want want to even taste it, even though we know that the person that has made the cake has used the best type of ingredients, but it is not attractive on the outside. Similarly, we see many people, or it is noticed that many people perform their salah, but they are performing it in such a haphazard manner, or the clothes that they are wearing is not appropriate for that person when a person comes for salah. A person will take much care if a person is going out on an outing, a person is going to a wedding, a person is going to a certain function. That the clothes must be correct. So why don't we take that same care when we are now going to perform our salah? That to wear such clothes that is not tight-fitting, such clothes that doesn't have any any such logos that will distract other people when they are performing salah, distract our own selves when we are performing salah. Sometimes it is noticed that nowadays with these different types of patterns and logos, a person actually finds a skeleton picture on uh, uh, on, on the print, or a person finds uh, pictures of dragons or these type of things which are totally prohibited for a person to even wear in salah and out of salah also at the same time. Why? Because the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the angels of mercy of Allah, uh, the angels of mercy of, don't even surround such a person with such types of of, of, uh, of animate pictures that a person is wearing all the time. Then a person questions and asks that why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not having mercy on me? Why am I having all these funny types of dreams and different types of thoughts? It is the effect of the clothes that we are wearing. So imagine if a person has to perform salah with that type of clothes, and then the place that we are performing salah, is it a clean place? It is a place where I can concentrate better when I'm performing my salah. That is why the best place for a person to perform the salah for a male is in the masjid. And a woman should try in her, in her house in her, to... to to seclude a certain place where a person can, where she can perform her, her salah uh, in the utmost of privacy and with the full concentration in salah. Like these, there are many conditions before salah. There are many conditions while a person is performing salah. What are the faraid of the salah? What are the wajibat of the salah? Am I fulfilling it? When will my namaz break? When will it not break? When should I make sajdah tilawah? Uh, uh, when should I make sajdah to sahu for making a mistake during my salah? Uh, like this the correct time if I perform my salah at a certain time of the day will my salah be accepted or will it not be accepted so time to time a person should try inshallah to revise these things so that a person can get his salah accepted or her salah accepted in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make the salah a means of us being protected from different types of vices. Like how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, Inna salah tatanaha munkar. That salah is such that it prevents a person, or it will stop a person from doing lewdness and from doing wrong things like how in the time of nabi sallallahu wasallam certain sahaba wa came and complained to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam informed nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam of a different sahabi who was performing wrong things was doing things that was against the commandments of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet he was coming to the masjid or he was uh, being in the company of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam just asked one question is the sahabi performing the salah and they agree and they said in the positive that this sahabi performed salah so Nabi ﷺ said something in effect that very soon his salah will be a means of him of preventing uh, of him stopping all these bad actions and inshallah you will come onto the right path so like this inshallah if our salah is performed correctly then the, our salah also will be a means of us from uh, stopping us from doing all wrong things of breaking the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and us gaining nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first to grant the speaker the tawfiq or nobility of practicing on whatever has been said. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such that we perform such a salah where we can gain directly from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the salah can become a coolness to our eyes, like how Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that salah is a coolness to my eyes. وآخر دعواناً الحمد لله رب العالمين. اللهم جلنا مقيم الصلاه من ذريتنا. ربنا وتقبل دعاء. ربنا اغفر لنا ولوالدينا والأساتذنا ولجميع المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات. وآخر دعواناً الحمد لله رب العالمين.